Hello, my dear brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. So welcome you to this week's edition of the St. Jude Parish Chatter. Would you believe it is Palm Sunday already tomorrow, and we have made our way all the way through Lent. I'm here with Tyler. Hi, Tyler. Hi, Father. How is it Palm Sunday already? <laughs> this has gone so fast, and we are not alone, are we, Tyler? We're not. We have someone else here with us, which is great, because everyone loves listening to other people joining us. So yeah. we have Gloria, who's on our pastoral Can you say hi, Gloria? Cancel and... Hello. Thank you, Father. Tyler. Gloria is outside of her comfort zone as we've come to be here, but we all do that inside of the church sometimes. And so we want to thank Gloria for saying yes to being on this week's uh, Parish Chatter. But all of Holy Week can be uncomfortable sometimes, just listening to the Passion of the Christ, mm. like we're going to hear tomorrow at, at Sunday Mass. It's an uncomfortable reality. And I remember being a kid and listening to the, the, uh, the Passion of the Christ. Mm. And um, it's kind of... Um, Terrifying isn't is uh, too strong a word, but it just kind of was shocking mm. to realize that we would love Jesus this much, and then he would be crucified. And of course, the church gives us those lines, crucify him, crucify him. <laughs> and I never wanted to say that, because I didn't want to be the one to crucify him. I, I was the same way. I always felt awkward as a kid. I'm like, why are we saying, we can't say that. We shouldn't say that at all. <laughs> exactly. Do you have memories of Palm Sunday when you were a kid, Gloria? Uh, pretty much receiving the palms. Uh, my dad taught us how to make crosses, and we would each get palms, and we'd make crosses, and we'd have them all over the house um, and everything, and he, he made fantastic weaved palms and everything. And he would weave them into crosses, or did he weave them into other, other items? No, they were just about five, six inches wide, and he'd take multiple ones, and he'd just weave them up. Oh, wow. It was just, yeah. To like a little mat. It turned yep. into a little mat. Exactly. I've had people make yeah. little fans. They can create mm -hmm. little fans around them. Um, yeah, and they're, uh, they're very creative. I bless the ones that look holy. So they, <laughs> they come and say, Father, would you bless it? Yeah. If, it looks, if it's a holy thing in the end, yeah. sure. But uh, people often keep these. And there's some real artists out there in the world oh, who yeah. can do some beautiful things with these. They have to be wet, though. They, have to, they can't mm. be all dried out. Right. And they dry pretty fast. So they have to get them when we first open them. They come in plastic sleeves. And I've had people ask me, can I get one right out of the sleeve, Father? Because that <laughs> is when they're easy, they're malleable, I guess. Right. You can change them around a little bit. Do you have other memories of Holy Week, Tyler? I mean, my memory there of the palms is that I'm I'm a great artist at holding on to the palms and not doing anything with them. And then when I move somewhere to a different, when I used to move around a bit more when I was younger, like I would have them everywhere. I'm like, what am I going to do with all these palms? Mm -hmm. uh, but I have a lot more memories of, of Holy Week uh, when I got older, especially when I was in seminary of of participating in the, in the Triduum liturgies at the, mm -hmm. at the parish I grew up at and, and helping lead some of those liturgies by serving and just the, the beauty of, of, of making these liturgies some of the most holy and, and, and well-worshipped uh, mm -hmm. moments of, of the entire year of, of giving ourselves entirely into them. I was struck recently with the, uh, the question, why did God create us? Why are we here? And the answer to the question of why did God create us is to worship him. Mm. We're made for worship. And on Holy, Sat Holy Thursday, when we go down for the adoration, like in the atrium, we are worshiping God. It's like a pure form of doing what we were made to do. Mm. So Holy Thursday is just, well, of course, being a priest, it's the birthday of the priesthood. Right. So I love Holy Thursday, but um, that has just really been on my heart throughout this entire Lent. And I'm kind of looking forward, honestly, to Holy Thursday, to be able to spend that time in pure worship mm. with the people of God, just being with Jesus in the Garden of Agony. And it doesn't matter what we say with him, we're just with him as we go through the, the Garden of Olives in his agony that night.
Mm. Another thing I love about uh, uh, from the Triduum and, and Holy Week is um, on Holy Saturday, as part of uh, the Office of Readings, there's there's a reading from an ancient homily, and I love the beauty mm. of it. So I, I recommend people like on Holy Saturday go look this up. The Office of Readings. One of the readings is from this. It's called from the, this ancient homily. Yeah, the, we don't know who wrote it. Right, exactly. But Jesus goes into hell and he calls Adam. You're gonna tell him about this? this right. Is so it's like the, there's this. The, it's just it's 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 entering into this 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 mystery of, of Jesus entering into hell and calling Adam and and, and imagining it and there's it's the, the beauty of the writing of this homily and it's just I get chills every year I listen to it and so I highly recommend people to go listen to it what was Easter Sunday morning like for you when you were a kid Gloria oh we would get up and go to usually seven eight o'clock mass wow. as a family then we'd come back and We'd go on an Easter egg hunt, <laughs> oh, oh. either inside or outside, depending on the weather. And um, then it was just the big waiting around for the cooking. Mm -hmm. uh, and we'd always you were so blessed, though, to be able to do an Easter egg hunt. So I'm the youngest of four in my family. Mm -hmm. And by the time it came to me, my parents got kind of tired of this. And so Easter egg hunts stopped when I was pretty young, actually. I was maybe four or five or six years old was doing these. But by the time I was nine and ten, that was totally a thing of the past. It was not happening anymore. So count your blessings. <laughs> yeah, my older sisters, um, I mean, my oldest sister is only four years older than me, but when they got older and they stopped doing it, they would do the ones and hide the eggs. They would so, hide the eggs, so yeah. your parents would have to do it, your yeah. older sisters. the older That's sisters funny. would do it. And then My older brothers, if you're listening, you should have done that. You should have <laughs> kept that going. I had an empty childhood because of you guys. <laughs> Who's our sponsor? Our sponsor, we've been talking about Holy Week and, and the Triduum, and our sponsor is our, all our upcoming Triduum liturgies. So get get your pen and paper out so you can make sure you know what's happening out, happening this week or, you know, uh, make sure you get a copy of the bulletin. So Holy Thursday, uh, there's no morning Mass that day. That's right. Um, we have Mass that evening at 7 p.m. It's the Mass of the Lord's Supper. And then there's adoration afterwards, as I alluded to earlier. So plan to stay for an hour Absolutely. or so after Mass. So yeah, we'll, we'll process over into the, the community center and, and the atrium area. We'll have adoration there for, an, for a bit. And that'll be, you'll be able to have adoration up until midnight that night. Uh, then Good Friday, uh, April 7th. Again, there's no morning Mass. There's no adoration that day. There's actually no Mass that day. No Mass it, at all throughout it, the world. It, it, and throughout no the entire world. world. It's the only day of the whole year there's no Mass. So that afternoon... Um, there will be a, a passion service, a passion liturgy, where we can we, we read through the passion uh, gospel again, and, and we we venerate the cross. Um, but so 3 p.m. come, you know, if if you're able to get off work, get off work, come and participate in that liturgy. Uh, and then that evening we'll have stations of the cross at 7 p.m. as well. Mm -hmm. um, and then on on Saturday, Holy Saturday. There's no, no reconciliation that day. There's no 5 p.m. Mass, but we do have our Easter vigil, the beginning of our Easter celebration at 8 p.m. that evening. Mm -hmm. And it's a long liturgy, so if you come to that, be prepared for a two-hour event. So some people come, they don't know that it's big, but two it's, hours. But it's beautiful. If you've never gone, beautiful. go. It's, it's absolutely wonderful. And then Easter Sunday, uh, we'll, we'll have our, our typical Masses, 7, 9, and 11. So. Yeah. I feel like it's important to put the little disclaimer out there because some people react to incense and mm. incense will be used twice during Holy Week. So on Holy Thursday, incense will be used and on Holy Saturday at the Easter Vigil, incense will be used again. So uh, just be aware of that. And some people just go out to the gathering space or something like that, but mm. they'll figure out their way. But I do, do feel the need to give some advance notice so that people can react to that.
Absolutely. So we hope you'll join us during our, our upcoming Holy Week liturgies. We have a holy woman with us today, and we want to ask her some <laughs> questions. So thank you, Gloria, for coming to be with us. But Gloria is active in a lot of ministries in this parish. Can you tell us what ministries you're active in at St. Jude Parish? The most important ones to me is I'm a Eucharistic minister. Mm -hmm. that, um, I'm a greeter. Um, i part of the welcome table team. Mm -hmm. um, I sub as an usher when they need me at Mass. Um, I am one of the co-chairs with Doris Schmidt, thank God for her, mm -hmm. um, with St. Francis Circle, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is the quilting group. Um, what about the rosary makers? Are you part of the rosary makers I, too? I'm, I'm with, yes, I make rosaries. I don't go to the meetings, but yeah, I, I make rosaries. Uh, the prayer shawl group. Um, so tell us more about what they do. So I think St. Francis Circle might be a little of a, a mystery, especially to the men of the parish. What do those women do? Um, we mainly make quilts that are donated to um, different um, birth pregnancy centers, mm. Mm. Um, uh, hospitals, um, nursing homes. Uh, Catholic charities, they get a lot of So them. these are babies' quilts. They're so baby about how quilts, big would they be? They're 45 by 45. Mm, but, um, that's a good size quilt, yeah, actually. Yeah, it's, it's a good size. And we do adult quilts. And I remember years ago yeah. somebody told me how much work goes into a quilt. Can you give us some ideas to how many hours of labor might go into a 45-inch by 45-inch quilt? How hard is that? Well, it's all broken up. We have people, a lot of work is done at home. By people. Um, we have the cutting of the material, the placing. We usually do squares mm. and the squares are all laid up out at home um, by a few of us and then they're sewn together so we have a front and a back of a quilt. At the meetings those um, pieces are sandwiched together with the batting and so at the meetings they are sewn together and then we have uh, a lot of women there that with yarn they tie the two together so that the, they don't shift. A lot goes um, into it. I'm guessing yes. at least three hours would go into any one quilt. Would you say that's a good guess? Oh, I, much more than that. Much more than that? Much more than that, I would say. Ten hours yeah. for a quilt? Probably not quite that much, oh, yeah. Somewhere so, between so, three so, and ten. Yeah, but that's still a lot, of work. It's, a lot of work. It's, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And is there a spiritual and dimension I, to it? Do you pray for these babies? Do you... Do you um, like want to lift them up in prayer? Is there a love that's given in these quilts? Oh, these these women are doing this not just because they love quilting and sewing, but because they they know that it's going to keep somebody mm -hmm. warm, mm -hmm. and that's the big thing. Is that um, yeah. yeah? A corporal work of mercy is to uh, um, to clothe the naked, yeah. to give some some. Mm. If somebody is cold, we try to make sure they're not cold. Yeah. So they're doing a corporal work of mercy. They're serving the Lord Jesus, and it's Jesus that's being wrapped in yeah. these yeah. in these quilts in a spiritual yeah. type of way. And, and I mean, they're there. There's people that have been there from the very beginning. I mean, this group started 50 years ago. Wow. We're, oh, my. We're actually, I think, it's our 51st anniversary. And did it start year. here at St. Jude Parish, yes. or is this like a worldwide no, type no, of thing? No, it started here. Susie Fico started it. 
Oh, well, she's, yeah. <laughs> also, Susie Fico is pleased. Every, every, everybody who has been here for any length of time knows Susie Fico. She, uh, she started it, um, and it was started in, they, uh, my understanding is that the ladies used to do it in homes, and it was pretty much um, a thing that they wanted, it was a way for the ladies to get away if they were ho all homemakers, and mm. so it was Something oh, okay. to get away from. Get out of the house on a Saturday the morning. Yeah. Uh, they used to do it um, at night. Oh. At night. It wasn't always on Saturday mornings. No. no. Huh, how um, times have changed. Yeah, I, I don't know when they switched it to Saturday. It has been since I've been with them. Now, I know that you have another very important ministry here in the parish, <laughs> and that's the Pastoral and Finance Council, <laughs> and that's where the big decisions get made within the parish. But it must be mysterious to the people as to what the Pastoral and Finance Council does. What would you describe we do in Pastoral Finance Council? Um, the big decisions as to whether or not we're going to renovate the church. Mm -hmm. um, all of the uh, new the, gathering space, all of those big decisions uh, all happened in yeah. Pastoral Finance Council, um, didn't they? Yes. Um, the new air conditioning, heating mm -hmm. system. Mm -hmm. Yeah, big uh, topics for us. Whether or not we should uh, expand... The staff for mm -hmm. uh, so ultimately people's offertory is uh, treasured by the church. It's a gift given to God, and the pastor doesn't control that all by himself. It's yeah. the the pastor is to consult the pastor and finance council for all major decisions regarding finances, the facilities, or the mm -hmm. spiritual life. And so that's what Gloria does: is she offers her feedback in those various ways. And um, so. It's a way of respecting the offertory, but can you share with everybody, how do you see the offertory? What is that? The offertory is giving back to God something that he has given you. Um, I don't feel like I have done anything different from anybody else um, to have all the years I worked to receive uh, my salary or anything. It was a blessing from God. Um, and as such, I feel that I owe it back to him. And um, how beautiful. And so it's yeah, a, a it's gift from a God and, and we've received from God. And so we give to him. So when the basket comes around at Sunday mass, we're just giving because he has given to us. He's given it to us. Yeah, absolutely. I was gonna say like, yeah, I mean, my, my wife and I, we were just, you know, talking, okay, how, how do we rework our budget with certain things and everything with with paying for for preschool and kindergarten with our kids and and the first thing we started at with with our own budget is like okay here's what we're earning what are we giving back to how much is going to the parish how much mm. is going to these other things like that's Beautiful. that's the first step in it and like it's not just ours it'd be great to have that extra money to go spend on whatever i want but it, it's not mine mm -hmm. in the first place the first place is to show that this is a holy thing the money is a holy mm -hmm. thing and so a portion is given back to god mm -hmm. you mentioned your work what did you work in what's your area of expertise Gloria? Well, when I retired, it was as a manager of computer programming. Or, oh. I'm obsolete. Don't. <laughs> you? don't I was going to have you ask you some help over here. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very obsolete in the field. Um, I was a mainframe programmer. Did you know the cards? Did you actually run the cards through the computer like we did with the... No, I got into the field a little bit after that. You see, you're not so obsolete. So, uh, but it was with the mainframe. It was, you know, with COBOL and um, Assembler. 
Like, how big would a computer be, the size of a computer that you'd work with? Would it fill a room? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big rooms downstairs. I mean, that's the size. Mm. Yeah. That, would, that, that, that was, was the size yeah. of a computer. That was the size of the computer, yeah. yeah. Um, and you wouldn't even talk about a gig worth of memory in one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, we had the, the great big... Big boxes was our computers, not these little things like we have now. Um, so yeah, I mean, wonderful. It's, yeah, like I said, it's it's obsolete. Nobody uses that stuff. But thank you for your gifts and thank yeah. you for sharing them with the parish and all of your ministries, especially Pastoral and Finance yeah. Council. And if you're interested in any of these groups, find Gloria somewhere. Ask her about it. <laughs> She's a greeter. So She's you a just greeter. Stop exactly. Say who's the greeter, Gloria. <laughs> And tell her she did a great job here at the podcast. Yep. Thank you for did. joining us so much. Thank you, Gloria, Thank you for, for coming out of your comfort zone to visit with us today. <laughs> Father, as Thank we you. as we finish up on this 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 weekend of Palm Sunday, would you give us your blessing? Absolutely. The Lord be with you. And with your, your spirit. May Almighty God bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.